0: You know when they're the Falcons hidden inside that what they think is an asteroid, yeah. they're dropping like kind of the space equivalent to depth charges on the asteroid. Unless that asteroid has a strong gravitational field, your, well, your point kind of still holds there too. Right. Yeah. Boy, I'm getting uh, way off on this.
1: I mean, yeah, we get way off on that because I could say like, well, that's kind of like part of the physics of landing on the. Moon. There's
0: also no sound in space, so that cool sound the Tie Fighters make doesn't really exist. Either. Anyway, yeah, so moving uh, on.
1: Yeah, moving on. Welcome to the Nerd Brand Podcast, everybody. There's a bunch of <laughs> <comments>. <laughs> Start the show going off the rails. We welcome back Dana Hara. And today we're talking about spring cleaning. Is it time to spruce up your content strategy? And if you're still here listening to all of this, then, you know, good for you, because it's all content.
0: <laughs> it's part of our content strategy.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a Friday Thank God we made it to another Friday We got parts of the country exploding We got places over as seas we don't know what's going on With World War 3 or not We got like more craziness than we could Have ever hoped for from 2020 and 2023
2: so I'm excited forget for the UFOs. Oh yes and we shot Down what?
1: balloons with blo- <clears throat> missiles That should have been saved For I don't know real
0: problems <laughs> <laughs> it's we're it's we're we're returning to like civil war era <laughs> military tactics
1: i told my mom the other day because they love they went they saw top gun too and they're like yeah we loved it and i said yeah the third one's coming out and it's just tom cruise running around the room popping balloons with a pen you know <laughs> you
0: know making jet making sounds. airplane sounds
2: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah exactly
3: it really is mimicking the strategies from World War, or not World War Civil War I era. Mean, I'm waiting for Doc Brown to come out
2: for, <laughs> for real. For real. <laughs> it's only February, guys. <laughs>
1: yeah. All of a sudden, there's a shot on the battlefield. There's like, and the Ukrainians are engaged directly with the Russians, and the Delorean just crashes through. And he's like,
2: "Great, Scott." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be refreshing.
1: Uh, every minute spent on organizing is an hour earned there's your segue Uh, or as we could say time to get rid of your old crap Uh, I did leave in there parentheses Dana that your husband is still my hero because of his Transformers collection and I'm still very jealous of it it's
2: it's bigger than the (laughs) last time I saw
1: you yeah wow well you know man Uh, I tried to like go out and see if I wanted to get some of mine back that I had and I was like "Hmm, no, can't afford that anymore (laughs) <laughs> anyway, spring is near. It's almost time to sweep up old content, polish your brand with an effective strategy, uh just to increase conversions or interest is is a thing. Um so on this episode of the podcast, we're going to discuss if your content needs polishing. Um so Dana, you're an expert in content and content writing and so do you want to enlighten all of us as to what the hell content strategy is again?
2: Sure, <laughs> sure. sure. Um, so I, a lot of times I find myself talking about what content strategy is not. Um, because you you can ask people, well, what's your content strategy? And they say, well, I write one blog post a month. I post two videos to YouTube and I post five times a week to LinkedIn. Like, well, that's cool. Um, <laughs> but, but what's Checking your strategy? Bottom. Yeah. Like that's, it, I mean, it, it's a little bit akin to, you know, we were just talking about, you know, battle tactics right it's like asking a general what's your strategy we're going to go out and shoot things <laughs> <laughs> okay cool cool that's not really strategic um right. yeah so content strategy comes so far before all of those things like that's the the last part that yeah, you're actually tactics you're that's executing um your content strategy is if we go back to our, i'm going to write a blog post and post to LinkedIn and make these videos. Okay. What are you going to talk about? Why are you going to talk about those things? Who are you talking to? What position are you taking? That, that is the strategy. Um, and a lot of people don't like it because it slows them down, right? We're all action focused and you want to just do, start doing the thing. I want to start making stuff. Just do it. Just do it. But if you don't know what you're doing first, then you end up wasting a lot of time and a lot of energy. And after a while, you get exhausted from it. And you look around and you're still where you started, like you've been running on a hamster wheel. So you take the time up front to figure out the answers to those questions. Who am I talking to? What am I saying to them? Why am I saying it? Why do they care? What are they going to do with this information? If you already know all of that, then when you get to that point of executing, it actually makes sense. Because you're making things people actually want, you're not just churning out noise,
0: right? And you're you're actually it's you're you're creating you're creating content that's giving people a reason to find out more about you, or to give them another reason to buy from you, or to interact with you. I mean, it's that's what it's all about. It's the print the basic principle to me seems very simple, right? But yeah. people seem to hard. It, it becomes like it's like you were saying before. It's like people are just I've got to check these boxes. I think part of it is because because I've got other things I've got to do. Of course. I need to get this out of the way.
1: Mm-hmm. Or it's just like I need more money. I need to make more money. So I'm just gonna <clears> do <throat> these things and to your point of like wasting time and energy, you're wasting money. Um you're you're putting a budget. I had a conversation with somebody, they just wanted to do to do to do and I'm like, what what does the ad say? Is that even the right channel? Does it make sense? for what you do per conversion to actually, you know, justify your cost, you know, that whole thing, return on ad spend or ROI. Is that even thought about, you know, I mean, that's, that's always, it's always like jumping into the thing to get the thing done and seeing the end result. It's sort of the mentality of thinking that, you know, chicken and eggs come from Kroger. No, No, they don't. That's not how that got there.
2: (laughs) When, when, you know, if your goals are too vague, And you don't have any metrics, then it's you know things like, well, I just I need to make more money, so I'm going to start posting a lot to LinkedIn. Okay, take a step back. How is that going to make you money? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And then when it doesn't, you haven't thought that through. So when it doesn't, then you come to the natural conclusion of, well, LinkedIn doesn't work. (laughs) Well, well, you're not using it right. You know, it's like exactly. It's like saying, okay, I need to lose weight, so I'm going to go out and buy all the Atkins shakes and the Atkins book. <laughs> and i'm going to keep eating the way that i was before <laughs> oh i haven't lost weight well atkins doesn't work like you're not using it right <laughs> yeah. yeah all,
0: all, the all these things the... are all these things are tools yeah <laughs> and they have to be you know applied in a certain way in order to get the most out of them so and 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 you know it's you know yeah you can there, there's times when you can use a pair of pliers but you really probably got to use a wrench because it because it fits better
1: mm-hmm. you know what i mean Yeah.
0: So that's I mean, that's that. And I think that might be a challenge, especially for for businesses out there that are used to doing these sorts of things themselves. You know, they're not like us where they're professionals in the field and they have a better understanding. It's more like, well, that's a thing that's popular. So a lot of people go there. So that's a good place for me to be. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe maybe not. Maybe they they may not be your people. (laughs) You know what I mean?
3: Right. What
1: would you say, Michaela?
3: So a perfect example of that is TikTok. Is everyone thinks that they need to be on it, and mm-hmm. no, you don't. If you're yes, Jesus. If you're a tech company, there's no reason for you to be on uh, TikTok. If you're an eye lens company, well, maybe if you're wanting to inform the right audience mm-hmm. on how, and and that's when you ask the question like, what do you want? What content do you want to produce that would fit that audience?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: it's it's like a rabbit hole of questions. If you do find a channel that you think may work, then you have to ask yourself the next leading question. And sure.
2: then, yeah, yeah why do you want to be there? Because your audience is there and you have something to say to them, mm-hmm. or because you keep seeing people talk about this thing and somebody posted a 25 point Twitter thread on how amazing it is? Like,
1: what yesterday I, what did, I, did. Uh, I did an Instagram reel yesterday, I was proud of myself. <laughs> Cause I opened an app and I saw a bunch of crap on it and I'm like, yep, I am too old for this, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did it. <laughs> and I didn't do it because I'm like trying to make money with that. And I didn't do it because it, to me, it was just fun. Cause it's my personal account. It's not the, the company account. And that's a big distinction too. I mean, I think if you want a better return on your content do it on your personal stuff, because business accounts probably don't get as much lift as they used to, obviously. Mhm. Uh, but, you know, it goes to what Mitch, what you said earlier, people want to get to know you. I mean, after a while, and when you're when you're talking to somebody, if you're friends with them, after a while, they're going to ask you, what do you believe about, you know, and as a brand, I think that that's a part of your branding that needs to be fleshed out and you're going to have to address. What do you believe about that? Because other people that believe the same thing will become the real loyal customers. Your content will reflect, I think, and go that way with your communications. Um, speaking of that, Michaela, you want to kick off segment two?
3: Sure. Yeah. So a lot of so is my content strategy a mess, and what signs are there to be aware of? Um, and it's a lot of like just thinking of things that you don't really have a lot of. So thinking of like you don't have a clear goal, like you said. Dana uh, or any sort of objective and you're lacking that audience research and targeting towards them. Also just the tone too. And voice, it could be not white your brand. Like with us, we have a very playful tone and it suits us so well, but if it was a to- like say this tone was mimicked in like a law office Oof. that might affect their credibility a little bit. Not a lot of people would probably be entrusted in them with any sort of law case that they would have in the future.
1: Um Oh, I would totally not be perfect in the courtroom.
3: I but mean, you said <laughs> <laughs> I'd get my briefcase out and I'd have the funny glasses on and like, I'm here.
1: <laughs> I mean like, well on Perry Mason, episode seventeen. <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. My dad watched that show all the time. Sorry, McKay. <laughs> I'm my dad
3: aware. watched it. Too. I'm aware.
0: Believe
3: it, believe it or not, I actually, you know, the the station, uh, Me TV and um, antenna. T- I would watch that with my dad whenever I would visit him on the weekends. All the time, he always wanted to watch um, Mash and All in the Family. Um,
0: good time hey, Saturday, Saturday nights after Sven um, The Night Stalker. <laughs> Spen- and there's only like 13 episodes in the whole series. And they just keep running them over and over again. But I'm watching. But oh, I I'm the, the audience. Players. I've never heard of that. I'm the audience. Wow. I
3: liked when they did the Twilight Zone uh, marathons. Those were my favorite. Uh, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, diversity in content formats and topics. So utilizing those different kinds of channels and making sure that it, of course, is the right channel. Um. You can get a lack of engagement and poor analytics from it, which of course affects uh, your conversion rates and not everyone's going to like what you present. So they're going to be like, thank you, next.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like how you put that. Thank you, next. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, I had somebody ask me this week, like, well, how many marketing channels are there? And I was like, I don't. Ha-. My response was, I don't really have enough time on this phone call with you to go. <laughs> on phone, but let's just say north of 30.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah,
2: definitely more than five.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely more than <laughs> Facebook and Google.
2: <laughs> and I just want to jump in real quick to that point, um, Mikhail, because there, there are some things that are old tactics, right? Mm-hmm. That again, to pitch point earlier, like people who are not necessarily in this day in the day don't realize that those are, that those tactics don't work anymore. They maybe did work at one point and now they don't. Yeah. Um, I had a client last year, we were talking about um, their LinkedIn strategy, what they were posting, the content they were creating in there. And all of it was just, they would write a blog post and put a link to the blog post. And that's what all of their LinkedIn posts were. So we were talking through that and I asked him, I said, well, is your goal for LinkedIn? Is it just driving traffic to your blog? And they could have stopped like, well, yeah, isn't that the point of social media? It was once upon a time. I remember that when that, when the point yeah. of a social media post was to drive traffic to the blog and it's not anymore
1: Yeah,
2: and it doesn't work anymore because if I'm on LinkedIn, I don't, I'm not looking for someplace else to go. Like I'm, you know, it's not like I'm at the train station looking for a train to get
1: on. Um, well, it's is about connecting people, not businesses, drawing people to their sites and doing marketing. I mean, right. you know, it kind of goes back when we said, like, you need the right tool for the right thing. You know, like a screwdriver works well with this because it fits, which I'd like to add to that. As a side note, whoever made flathead screws and flathead screwdriver, damn you. But anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm because you're always like, Mm-mm, ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, you have to be on video to see that e- example for those listening. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's so, so yeah, like what, what formats you're using, what your goal is, is it the right channel for that goal? Um, and tailoring your content to the, the channel, right? Like, I love putting blogs on LinkedIn. I never put a link to the blog post, right? Like I look at my blog post and I'm like, okay, this paragraph can be turned into a LinkedIn post and this paragraph can be turned into a LinkedIn post. And look at that. You've just written 15 LinkedIn posts and you didn't have to do anything. Right. You know, talking about, you know, when, when you said earlier, Mitch, where people don't, they just want to execute because they don't have time. Like I need, I just need to check the box. You, you're actually making more work for yourself. If you're trying to cram this down people's throats, like you've already made the thing. Mm-hmm. Just break out chunks of it. Take five right. minutes to re- rephrase it, reshape it a little bit.
0: Yeah, repurpose it for what for the for the media. Repurpose it for the for the platform. It's it's. Like, I mean, we're big fans of of using video because you can break it up and put it in a lot of different places. You can use it in social. You can use it on the web. You can use it on broadcast and over the top. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's that same kind of principle. You've d- you've written these blogs. You've got all this great material here. Well, instead of making people do more work. To really come come to know you and, and 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 you know want to know more about you, just give it to them in the right amount in the right place.
1: Yeah, not make them, the I mean, that, and that's that's
0: simple. all. Yeah, that's that's always been in in advertising. That's always been that's always been in the forefront of your mind. Don't make the viewer do more work than they need to do because you want right. them to act yeah you know and after a while not- they're gonna get they're gonna if you have to jump through too many hoops, you're gonna get bored and you're gonna move on to something else or you're you're gonna get ticked off and you're gonna go another route.
2: Mm-hmm. I wrote a blog post last year um, actually where I compared it to to cake content cake. so if you if you just post a link to you know, if your LinkedIn post or your twi- tweet or whatever as um hey, check out our new blog. here's the link. It's like if I walk into a crowded room and I yell, hey, everybody, there's cake over here if you want some. <laughs> and if my LinkedIn post or my tweet is a little section of that blog, and maybe you have a little, hey, if you like this, there's more on the blog. Mm-hmm. That's taking a tray around of slices and saying, hey, would you like a piece of cake? Here it is right here. You can see it. You can smell it. You know what you're getting into. People are going to eat a lot more cake.
0: <laughs> that you're right. You're right. You're actually taking a step toward building that relationship in that moment rather than forcing them to go someplace else to start that process.
1: Yeah, but that's kind of human nature. I mean, we all want to kind of like get our stuff set up and then wait for them to come to us. You know, like the Field of Dreams. If you build it, they'll come. <clears throat> no, they won't. no, they won't. I hate that movie because of that. I feel like, <laughs> like that just made that mentality even like cemented even more into people's minds when it comes to business. Or just anything. It's just like no.
3: Have you ever seen the movie Benchwarmers? I never understood that. That's where that reference came from. Whenever <laughs> they're standing on the like the middle of the nowhere, like where they're building the new field for the the baseball team or for like their little league, and you're like if you do this, nerds will come. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that uh, Kevin Costner's that Field of Dreams. I know that it was about shoeless Joe Jackson, and there was some sort of like. Um, I mean, every movie's about redemption, but yeah, it, it was
0: that the White Sox through a game.
1: Yeah, that phrase is a is a very it was the World
0: Series, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. But the mentality that that mentality is is dominant. I mean, it's almost like. Churches putting a sign out in the front yard. Y'all come in. It's like, that's not exactly how, that's not how this works. You know, it's like, that's
3: not how any of this works.
1: (laughs) I think you didn't read it right. Um, You have to have a content calendar and plan. I like that as a bullet point we got on here for that, an editorial plan, because how in the world do you keep yourself accountable to do this at any sort of reasonable pace? Because the thing that I learned over the years, it's not so much as not just, it is about what you're posting, but your frequency. You know, it's, it's not like post a lot, you know, cause there's a lot of people who say like, okay, we're going to post every day and lots of people are going to show up. And I'm like, that's the definition of spam. So <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Just post maybe every Friday, you know, uh, something in, in a particular piece of content like we do with this podcast. So, um,
2: and yeah. have a, I'd have the plan. Um, because I, I've gone around and around with people before too. they are like, well, I like to be spontaneous. I like to just talk about whatever's on my mind at that moment. Like, okay, I get that. I do. But what if your content calendar says, okay, we post every Friday, and Friday comes, and you're just uninspired that day. Okay, well, we'll skip this week. And yeah. then maybe we skip next week. And now it's sporadic, and, and there is no calendar.
1: Right.
2: Like, have a plan for like, okay... Nine. Yeah, we're gonna if we're gonna post every Friday, we're gonna talk about content strategy, and then we're gonna talk about brand voice, and then we're gonna talk about uh, you know, cleaning up your content calendar, or whatever. You're gonna have a top you at least have a topic. If you don't wanna create the whole thing, fine, but at least have your topic in mind so you know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then yeah. if something crazy comes up and like, okay, I was gonna talk about content strategy today, but what the heck is with all these UFOs? <laughs> fine. <laughs> talk about UFOs because you're feeling inspired. And you know what? We just take content strategy and we just move it down to the next open slot. Like you can, you're, you haven't hurt anything. You can still be spontaneous, but have a safety net of knowing yeah. what you're going to create, and what you're going to talk about. Otherwise, you end up with either skipping time or with really spotty weird content where it's like, I think this guy is a brand strategist, but I don't know. Sometimes he talks about dogs. <laughs> um, and sometimes this all just, like, there's a whole podcast about just Superman. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know you're gonna
2: go it's,
0: there. Uh, yeah, it's 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 like it's like in comics when they would do like a like a ten issue ongoing story. Then issue eleven's a filler because they've got to right. fill that issue because they're going to start another storyline in that following issue. So it's a filler. So I I think you're right. I think it's okay to have a spot if you just want to do something a little different one day.
1: Everybody started. Thinking differently, behaving differently, content marketing, was it became more predominant. And, and just the things that you would do, everything just changed.
2: Mm-hmm. How was made. Um, and when things are changing fast, I mean, at no time does years of experience equal expertise. It,
0: right. it
2: doesn't. Yeah. And when things are changing fast, it's impossible. I, mean, I I promise you that next year we'll start seeing job ads where it's like, I want somebody with five years experience in AI text generation. Right.
0: Right. right, like right. right now. Yeah. Five
2: years experience with chat GPT. I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's when you a, find it, let me know. There's <laughs> a thing called the There's a thing called the sigmoid curve, and it kind of goes like that. And uh, I kind of hinted about it in the post that I did, but everything always starts at the bottom of that curve, and that's the that's why I use Napster as an example a lot in regards to talking about ChatGPT and Bing, because we don't really know where we are on this curve. In my opinion, I've looked, and I'm like, I could go back and see. Napster, LimeWire, okay. At the top is Spotify. Like you can kind of path that out and go. Like there was the evolution because there's all these tools that were needed to develop. Even with YouTube with video, like I don't know. I'm old enough. I still remember having to do dial-up and, and uploading a video to a website. That was hell. Like that was a week. Like you weren't. <laughs> you were on dial-up. You weren't getting phone calls for a week. You had to have a second landline to get phone calls because that other one was occupied. Um, and now you've got YouTube and it's just instant, but all those tools to develop that, those programming languages, I heard a new programming language the other day. I never heard of and I'm like, all right, well, I guess Python's not a thing now. You know, I mean, that was a big thing for a while, a couple of years ago. Now it's like something else. And so it always changes, but on that curve, I don't, it, I don't know where y'all think, but I don't know where the heck we are. <laughs> I don't,
0: don't sure know where I got the time anyway
2: you you can't like you never know when you're in, when you're in the midst of it right it's you can only see things in retrospect
1: yeah yeah but a lot a lot of change is coming so but uh i appreciate you coming on the show uh you know i committing the time to build and clean up content to create a strategy i mean I think that uh, you know to kind of close out with what was written here. If you have any struggles that we discussed today, just reach out, and we're, we're all happy to sit and talk with you about your content strategy and what you want to do. Because from as a branding agency, everything you say matters is important in relation to your brand. As Mitch has said before, words have color. Uh, you need to be careful with what words you're using and words that you would use. To, you know, like you said, that joke may not land as well now as it <laughs> does then. So if it's still on your site. Free 2020 maybe we look at that even from a messaging perspective, uh, for your brand. Um, but, uh, you know, it will impact your audience and, uh, you know, you need to set time to brainstorm. I think that we kind of made that clear, um, which means get up and get away from the computer. <laughs> it's okay. Sleep is productive. Walking's productive because you're, you need to free up space. This is not a, um, Mitch, as you say, like it's not a widget. It's not something you go and buy off a shelf, and and you can just go and run with and do. so. But Dana, I appreciate you being on the show with us and coming back. Uh, would you let people know where to find you and how to connect with you?
2: Sure. Thanks for having me, first of all. I love talking with you guys anytime. Um, so if you can spell my name, you can find me. So it's D-A-N-A-H-E-R-R-A. You'll find me uh, as Dana Hera on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and at DanaHara.com. Uh, if you do take a visit to my website, you will also see a beautiful example of NerdBrand work because y'all developed it. Uh, and I get compliments on it all the time. So so yeah, that's me. Uh, connect with me. Any one of those three places. Love to hear from you.
3: We want to thank our listeners for tuning into this episode of the NerdBrand podcast. You can check out this episode and future ones at nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast or head to Apple podcast or Spotify app. And search for Nerd Brand and download and subscribe. We'll see you next week, and remember keep your Nerd Brand strong.